Welcome, everybody. This is episode 12 of the Untangling Web3 Webs podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am Expo Hedi, your host, aka Spirit Bear. I'm a musician, artist, farmer, and I'm into all things Web3, including, you know, NFTs, crypto, the metaverse, lots of different things that I think are uh, pretty interesting. And, you know, yes, there's a lot to it, and it's very confusing at times, but that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this, right? We're untangling the Web3 webs. So for those of you who have been listening to the previous shows, thank you. I appreciate your, you know, your time. Um, if you would like, come on in during the show. It's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. I might be a couple minutes late, but um, I'm always going to be here at at least 10 to like 10.05, you know, but um, just being honest, right? You know, sometimes I'm a little bit late, but I'll be here. <laughs> and if not, I'll just have the, I won't have the show up. So you'll see the scheduled shows and I'll make sure to be there at those times. So come on by, ask your questions, figure out what's going on, because I think that right now we're getting into the time where we should really start um, figuring out how to set ourselves up to hold for the long run. And just a quick reminder, nothing in this show is financial advice, nor should you think it is or take it that way or any legal advice, tax advice, nothing like that. Um, cause I'm just a regular guy trying to help people out, <laughs> you know, just, uh, going through all this stuff myself, just like everyone else and sharing what I'm learning. So I've been in this space for almost two and a half, getting close to three years now. The first year I just kind of dabbled. I didn't really get into it. And then the second year, um, I got full force into it because of NFTs. And from since then, it's just been, uh, it's been a whole entire wild ride. <laughs> um, but I think it's worth it because this technology is developing very quickly and it's helping a lot of people. And it's going to help a lot more people. Um, so now that, <clears throat> excuse me, now that we've gone through the different uh, phases of the market, we went through the bull run right back in uh, last year and a couple of years before that. We had about three years of a good bull run, and which means that all the prices were going up for uh, you know extended periods of time, and people were making lots of money. And now we're hitting the bear market. And, you know, it's basically cleaned out the space from people who are here strictly because of profit or because they actually see something in the technology. So now we're left with the people, the core people who actually care about this space, you know, mostly. I mean, of course, there's still some here who are trying to scam others. So, you know, you got to make sure you're still careful because there's always going to be malicious actors wherever you go in whatever space you go to. So you need to be careful of that as well. But now that, you know, there's not as much money in the space, we're left with the people who actually care, who actually see something in it, who actually want to build something with the technology, not just flip everything to make a profit, right? Which, of course, if that's your MO, if that's what you like to do, okay, you know, more power to you, I, you know, good for you, you're paying your bills, I get it, you know, but for me, I had, it's a morality issue, right? Like, I, I see there's so much more potential to build with the technology if you don't focus on the 
financial aspect of it, right? So, of course, everything takes finances to build, right? You can't just have all these things running and no, nothing paying for them. That makes no sense, right? But you don't have to make it the focus. You can make other things the focus, right? Donating to causes or charities, um, helping people, you know, doing, uh, building a community, creating a game, creating a, uh, you know, different things. You can actually do something that creates substance and oftentimes makes an impact in the lives of others with this technology. And of course you could do it without it too. That's no question. But I feel like using this technology makes it that much easier for people around the world to unite together towards a common cause. So really start to look into this technology and, and see what I'm talking about. Because when I say it's time to start hodling, which is the title of the, the podcast today, right? And hodling, if you haven't checked out the presentations, which really quick I have to mention, um, this is Untangling Web3 Webs, and it's hosted by me, which I've created a entire free self-guided course uh, called Web3 Webs that you can go through and learn everything that has to do with Web3 from crypto to blockchain to NFTs and the metaverse, even learning how to code your own smart contracts. So I, I'm, I encourage you to go check that out. Again, it's completely free. And that helps get you started on your way because there is a lot more that you can go on forward and, and continue your learning if you would like. Um, and I have links and stuff within those, uh, within the course as well to continue your learning. So back to what I was saying about hodling. If, you, if you've taken the course within there, there's a vocab section that mentions hodling. Basically it stands for hold on for dear life, right? <laughs> That's hodl. And it's just a, a funny term that the crypto community has used, um, you know, whenever they're talking about how they're buying large amounts and then holding it for a long period of time. And the strategy behind that is once the market has leveled out, or at least begun to, um, then it's a good time to start building up your portfolio, right? You want to start buying things to actually hold them, not to sell them. Uh, because if you hold them for a longer period of time after you've bought them at very low prices, you stand to make a much larger profit in the long run. Um, of course, you know, you can make money short-term trading. You know, there's people that they call day traders, right? That um, they go and they trade multiple times throughout the day. And I've done that myself throughout the times. And, um, and honestly, the more profitable way that I, I've, I've heard from multiple people who have made a lot of money and who, who haven't and you know just different things nine out of ten times you can make more money by just buying and holding than actually trading on a day-to-day -day basis and the simple fact of that is because <clears throat> it's easy to over trade and then you lose your profits and it's also a much more of a tax incursion, right? Because every transaction that you're doing is taxable. So if you're making large amounts of profit day trading, you're paying a lot more in taxes than you would have if you had just held it and, and you know, held it for a long term. So those are two different strategies you can use. But 
I think that right now, since we're at the lower prices and uh, welcome to the room, Brady, if you have any questions, feel free to ask. But if, if we're looking for the long term now, right, that's what you want to start holding at these lower prices, because people who bought earlier, like last year at 60K, they're sitting there holding, waiting, hoping that, you know, that the price is going to come back or they've already sold at a lower price and taken a loss. So you want to wait till the market has hit that bear market, which now we're in. You want to wait till the market has started to level out, which now it has, because as you, if you've been following the show, I've been talking about how we've going through these different uh, um, patterns and stuff, and it's been following it pretty, you know, pretty closely to what I've been predicting. So we went through the bear trap, uh, excuse me, the bull trap where they brought the price up and everybody thought we were going to make it and start going up again. And I said, no, it's going to come back down. Sure enough, came back down right back below to the, the lowest point that it was at before on the previous uh, drop. So we're back down to 18,006 now, I think. Let's see, let's check it out. Yeah, okay, we're back up to 19,000. See, so we keep dipping down to 18,600 and then coming back up to 20,000. And it looks like we're just going to be playing in this range for quite some time here. So very easily, you know, we could be in this range for two weeks, a month, two months. But at some point, and in my opinion, most likely in November, uh, we should see some movement out of this range. So if you chart, if you use charts to, to uh, predict trading and, and you try to get a good idea of what's going on, right, and view patterns, um, I would recommend, again, this is not financial advice, but I would say put a, a horizontal line at 18,600 and another horizontal line at 20,000 uh, 20, and just keep trading between that range. Every time it hits 20,000, you sell. Every time it hits 18,600, you buy and then so on and so forth. And you can even set up bots to do this for you. Now that's a whole nother step, which I don't even have in the presentations yet because I'm still personally learning that myself because that's a whole nother thing and I don't want to give people wrong information. So I'm still testing that myself. And once I have a, a better grip of it and I feel confident in the information that I'm going to give, then I'll add that to the presentation because um, I am updating the course constantly to try and keep it current and um, updated with things that I learn and different things that happen so that it has as much information there as possible that's relevant and also gives you places to continue your, your learning like I mentioned before so um, again that's you can it's called web three webs you can find it with the link above here at the top of uh, the podcast or you can go to expohedi.com slash web three webs so what would be we be Excuse me. What would be? Ha, that's a good tongue twister. What we be be? What would we be? There we go. What would we be hodling? <laughs> I don't know. Try to say that ten times fast, and then send it in and see if you can do it. All right. What would we be hodling? Right. You got to think about. Okay, we're gonna hodl. Well, what what are we gonna buy? You got to figure that out. So, I recommend. Again, not financial advice, even though it sounds like it. 
checking out this uh, website that I also have linked above here at the, po- the top of the podcast. It's called CoinGecko. Now, CoinGecko, <clears throat> excuse me, CoinGecko, basically, um, it is a conglomerate. It, it brings all these different um, markets together from the crypto market, and it has listings of every crypto that is out there. Um, now, there are some that aren't listed, of course. You know, they don't have every single crypto, but a good majority of the cryptos that are out there, the, uh, you know, they're listed in this uh, website. And they have different filters that you can use to, you know, dip, uh, filter it by sectors. So, like, if you want to find just DeFi or if you want to find just, you know, smart contracts or, you know, different things like that, you can uh, use that. But there's a very key sp- section of this website that I use that I'm going to give you a, a little tip today. So what I do is I go to the gainers and losers tab on the website and then I hit, um, I, do, I go to the filters by date and by top uh, coins because you can filter it by the top 1000, top 300, something like that, right? So. I also filter it by, um, <clears throat> excuse me, by the date. So I go to the the longest date possible, which I think is uh, like a year or something. I'm not looking at it right now. So early, let me, let me <clears throat> excuse me. I got something in my throat. Hold on. Let me uh, let me do this real quick. How do I do this? There we go. Okay, that's better. So. Let me look at the website now. All right. We're going to go to the Gainers and Losers tab. And then if you look at the Gainers and Losers tab, again, there's the dates. I go to one year. And then I go to, you could go to top 1,000, but some, I mean, a lot of those coins are just total poo. So you, you might not want to see those. And I go to top 300. So within the top 300 coins, there might be one or two that are good, you know, but what I'm looking for is top losers. Why would you want to go to the losers tab, Bohiti? Okay, I'm gonna tell you. It's because you don't want to buy something that's already up. I'm gonna say that again. You don't want to buy something that's already up. If you're buying something that has pumped Especially if you're looking at the top gainers section where the, like I'm looking at it right now and you're seeing crazy stuff like 98,000%, 18,000%. And I'm not kidding you. I'm, these are real numbers. 200%, 85%, right? Those are not the ones you want to buy. Because normally people hear those numbers. Oh my gosh, I got to buy that right now. It's go- it's, it's up 90,000%. <laughs> that is the worst time to buy because it's already pumped people are going to take their profits they're going to sell to you who's coming in and buying at these crazy high levels and then you're going to get stuck holding the bag it's the story time and time again for people who are new to the market so do not let that be you go to the top losers section it's okay it's okay to be a loser you know because they turn into winners, right? Because if they're down right now, that means that they're at a good point to start buying 
for when they come up. But key, key thing here is they have to be good projects. You can't just buy dirt, right? You can't buy stuff that's that's really cheap and down 100% or down 90%, but it's just a terrible project that's never going to come back to life. You're looking for things like this. So I have the top losers section with one year and top 300 as filters. I'm seeing right now already one, two, three, just within the first 10, I'm fine, I'm th I find three of them that I see that are really good opportunities, in my opinion, from what I've done research on, which you should do your own research uh, and don't just go off of what I'm saying. Number one that I'm seeing here is Filecoin. Filecoin is down 92.7%. 92.7%. It's at $4.90. I'm just going to give you a little bit of overview of what I'm thinking here. Okay, this is how I do my, my interpretations. It's down 92%, right? It's at $4. What was the all-time high? Let's see. We open up Filecoin. It go go down all time high two hundred and thirty six dollars and when was this April first of twenty twenty one just last year so within one year it's down ninety seven percent and we already know that the market is starting to level out. Sure, we might have another drop down for Bitcoin to about 15,000 or, you know, a little bit lower, but that's not going to do much. It's going to bring down the market a bit and we're going to bounce back up to this range. And then from there, we should be going up. So take this time to find these projects like Filecoin. And I'm going to mention a few other ones that I see on the list here in a second, but I'm going on this one first. And add those to your list of ones that you start buying as the price goes down. So we're already down 92%, right? You can't go down a whole lot more than that, right? So you can start buying now. Now that does not mean if you have $500 that, or let's just keep it, let's keep it simple, right? If you have a hundred dollars, right? A hundred dollars, you do not put that whole hundred dollars into Filecoin right away in one transaction you don't do that you just don't why because you don't know if that's the lowest price it's going to be at of course it could go up but with the market that we're in right now chances are it's going to go down more so what you do is you say okay i have a hundred dollars that i'm going to put into filecoin but instead of putting it all right now i'm going to buy ten dollars worth Okay, I got $10 of Filecoin. So now next week I see, oh man, Filecoin is down 10%, another $10. So now you got $10 more at a cheaper price next week or next month, whichever, however frequent you want to do it, right? Okay, Filecoin is down a little bit more, boom, I bought some more. You keep doing that continuously until you get to your $100 of Filecoin. Then you just sit. And you hodl. Again, not financial advice, folks. I got to keep saying that. But 
So now you're buying Filecoin at $4, four, you know, uh, $3.50, $3, right? And you're evening out your average to a lower price. And that helps out so that once the price does go up, and I'm going to give you the number here in a second, that you'll get a much better return. So right now, I'm going to give you real numbers. The price of Filecoin on CoinGecko says $4.90, and the all-time high is $236.84. I'm going to give you the number of exactly how much it would be once the price will get to all-time high of how much profit you'll make percentage-wise. Ready? So we've got $236.490, right? You take 236 divided by 490 or let's let's even add in the the cents for the 236 so 236.84 490 all right so that's 48.33 times your money so let's say you put in your hundred dollars right times 100 so your a hundred dollars would turn into four thousand eight hundred and thirty three dollars once the price of Filecoin returns to its all-time high, which, remember this, returning to the all-time high, especially for good projects like Filecoin, is not so far off into the distance and crazy. It's actually a much more reasonable prediction because in most cases, when the bull market does return, Filecoin is going to shoot well past, and, and Filecoin and others, I'm just using this as the example, but other coins are going to shoot well past their previous all-time high. So just predicting how much you're going to get to the previous all-time high is a very conservative estimate, right? We can actually predict it to go two times, three times, maybe even more times than the previous all-time high. and we can safely assume this because if you look back in the history of the market, this is what's been happening. We go through a bull market phase that carries things up 5, 10, 20, 50x, right? And then we have the bear, <clears throat> excuse me, the bear market phase that levels everything out and brings prices back to a range that is reasonable. Then we have another bull market, same thing, and it cycles over and over again. <clears throat> So if you prepare at these lower levels, then you'll be ready for that bull market. And the real test is going to be who can hold on when that bull market comes. Because it's going to be so tempting to sell at many different times. There's going to be many times where they're going to shake people out. They're going to bring the price way down, almost to the price where it looks like it's going to go back down to lower lows and, and just go crazy. and Everyone's going to lose money, and then it goes right back up. So you have to have that conviction within yourself. Buy into projects that you actually believe in, right? Do your research. Within CoinGecko, you can also look into these projects. You can find the information on what they do, how much of, of the coin is out there, what is the white paper, which is the document that explains how everything works for their coin or their, or their company or whatever it is. 
right? You can do a lot more research on this stuff to give yourself a much more stable understanding of what they do so that you can feel confident in holding the coin, right? So like, for example, there's another one on this list, right? I told you I was going to get back to it. There's another one on this list right now. It's called KSM, which is Kusama, right? And Kusama, incredibly, is down 90%. And I say incredibly because Kusama was one of the strongest projects in the bull run last time. Why was that the case? Because Kusama is the test net for Polkadot, which is a very progressive chain that's trying to find ways to have a uh, cross-chain compatibility, which means that you can transfer things across different blockchains. And Kusama, the way that it works is really interesting. So for, and it's called parachains because it's not an actual blockchain. It's a, a simp, like a pseudo, like a almost similar, you know, like a test net, right? So the way that it works is in order for, a crypto or different you know whatever web3 uh, company wants to get onto polka dot they first have to go through kusama <clears throat> so they have to actually get crowdfunding through kusama and the way this works is they put the project up onto kusama like you know into the uh parachain auction slots for kusama and then people can actually put their Kusama coins into the treasury for whichever project they are wanting to, to have onto the parachain. You know, the, the one that they want to actually have go be tested to be on Polkadot. So basically you're getting people who actually believe in a project so much that they're going to give Kusama, which is worth money to them, they're going to give it to this project to hold as liquidity to you, you know, for their project and basically believe in this project so much that it's that sorry about that, that it's going to move forward. Right. And the ones that get the most funding is the one that actually gets onto the parachain. Then from the parachain, they do their testing, they go through their phases and then, once everything is done, they move to the actual blockchain of Polkadot. And the reason that that is so interesting to me is because that causes the price of Kusama to go through a crazy price spike, right? Um, there's other ones that have been on Kusama, Fala uh, Network, and, you know, there's different ones, right? But basically, when people need to give this kusama coin to the project now they have to go and buy it somewhere right because in order for their project to win people need to have enough you know, uh have kusama to give to them so people need to go and buy kusama on the markets and give it to them and that's going to take it off the markets it's not going to go back on the markets it gets locked up and so basically, once all of the stuff comes back, right, the bull market starts to come back and projects are building a lot more again, 
And Kusama opens up some more parachain slots. Yeah, get ready for that. Just, uh, you know, hinty hint hint. <laughs> Again, not financial advice. So Kusama, great, great, uh, opportunity in my opinion to start looking at, to research, right? I'm not saying to buy it right now. Do your research. See when is a good time to buy. That goes for Filecoin too, for any coin. Um, but yeah, from, from that, from that understanding of Kusama for me, that tells me right there that, uh, I need to start stacking and hodling my Kusama. <laughs> um, Polkadot 2, of course, is great, you know, but specifically Kusama, I think, is a great one. Um, and there's others as well. You know, you can look through this list and then you can also filter it down a little bit better to the top 100 projects and you'll get some stronger projects on there, right? You've got, uh, let's see here. You've got the graph, GRT down 91%. You've got flow blockchain down 89%, which flow just got approved to be the one that, uh, is going to be making NFTs possible on Instagram. You've got internet computer down 89%, which just recently found a way to connect, uh, basically interconnect web two and web three and make it possible to, to transfer them over. Uh, and you have to look more into that yourself. Uh, polka dot that we were just talking about is down 86%. H bar, which is a Hedera hash graph, which is a different type of distributive ledger technology than blockchain. Um, it's 80 down 85%. And that one has also made really big partnerships recently. Ada, which is Cardano down 84%, right? The list goes on. So this is the time, in my opinion, right? Again, not advice that we should be building folks. We should be stacking up and holding and hodling and don't get tempted. And just like I have, and I've done it multiple times now and I've lost money. So I'm here to tell you just, don't do it, folks. Don't futures trade your money away. Okay? What does that mean? You get a nice little bag of crypto, right? You figure, oh, I've got I've got a lot of crypto here. Hmm, let me let me go use some leverage. What does that mean? Leverage is when you actually take your your crypto or or money or whatever. You could do it in stocks too, and you basically. Uh, um, bet on the price action and you multiply your bet. And what does that mean? So you can go 5x, 10x, 20x and say, okay, I want to bet long. And that means that you're betting the price to go up. So I'm betting 5x long, right? So I'm putting in $5 or let's, let's do $10, make it easy. I'm putting in $10 on a 5x. That means it's actually worth $50. So if the price moves up 1%, I make 5%. If the price moves down 1%, I lose 5%. Right? So just as much as you can make money, you can lose money. And it's not, it's easy to get caught up into it because once you have a big win, you're like, oh, wow, okay, you know, I could do that again. And then you start losing. And then you, you know, you start losing the profit you just made and then you make another big win and you start losing a profit. and it's just a cycle, right? It's just, it's an endless cycle. So my recommendation, stay away from futures trading. 
uh, just hold and buy, you know, buy and hold. That's the best strategy for the long term. Um, again, not financial advice. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that. Um, but that's just what I wanted to talk about today. Um, also, some updates on what I've got going on. I've got a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on now. I'm filling up my schedule. Um, so now if you do want to schedule anything with me, I'm going to need you to go to expohitty.com slash appointment and schedule an appointment there because, um, I've just got so many things going on that it's, it's hard for me to keep things scheduled now. So I need to have some way to keep myself organized. Um, so if you need me for any consultations for web three, for consultations in farming and agriculture, uh, for smart contract development, um, or for just a meeting, you know, free meetings, uh, go ahead to expohe.com slash appointment and schedule an appointment with me there. Um, otherwise, you know, you can send me a DM, but I, I, I'll try to get back to you within time. You know, it's just, I've, I've got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people talking to me now. And, um, so I'm just being honest, you know, I'm trying to keep more organized and make sure I get back to everyone. Um, uh, I've got a lot of meetings going on throughout the week that everyone is welcome to join, um, both on Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so you can see the schedule for that on my website, expohiti.com. And I also added in there another, a few new events. Um, one of them being uh, an event specifically for my NFT holders. So people who have bought or collected my NFTs are welcome to come by. Um, let me look at it. 